guys, this is Frisky Doll, the Barbecue Wizard, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Bye-bye. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine, how is long? <laughs> You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two seeds before we nursed. Listen, Laverne, it's a shit face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Hey, just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Doing live, fire, fun, and frivolity things because it is the live, fire, fun, and frivolity show. If you missed the first hour, you missed George Moats leading off the show. Talking about doing a 21-pound rotisserie turkey last Thursday. It was one of those heritage breed turkeys. $6 a pound. That's a $130 turkey he had, by the way. You can do quick math. I can do that. We just closed the first hour with Rebecca King, who runs the Bad Jew LA. TheBadJewLA.com is her website. Doing such things as pork strami to be found on sandwiches named the Rebecca and the Danny Boy, just to name a few. So if you missed the first hour, no problem. I am taping as well. And you can get the podcast at 55 past 11. Actually, it'll probably show up like 2 or 3 in the morning because, as I've mentioned, any number of times podcast feeds don't refresh instantaneously anymore because everybody's got a podcast. Still to come on the show, Sam the Cooking Guy, of course. You can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat slash BBQ Central Show on the Facebooks and Twitch slash rd rempy on youtube if you care to find me and watch me on those platforms coming up on the best moments of the barbecue central show in 10 minutes or less this friday episode 153 taking you back to december 13th 2011 and uh, i have said it time and time again when these appear uh, i am not overly a fan of or comfortable uh, when the segments are just me. I don't mind being the moderator of a guest. But when the show singles just me out, sometimes it can be a little cringeworthy. Sometimes I find my word choice 8 and 10 and 12 years ago to be lackluster. Could have been better. Could have been a lot better. But this time around, I am recounting a time back in 2011 when I was using my Weber Smoky Mountain cooker, which, by the way, was the very first barbecue pit I ever owned, a Weber Smoky Mountain that my wife Becky got me for her Father's Day. And uh, within this story, I tell you, I was cooking four racks of ribs, which was routine at that point. I was a pretty accomplished Weber Smoky Mountain cooker. And this was, I think it was cold winter time, obviously December 13th. An incredible amount of steam 
collected in the dome of the cooker. I had never seen that happen before, but as I raised the lid, three quarters of it had a steam patch. I don't even know what the hell to call it, but steam was there, and only because the wind was whipping did it get into the top of the bowl, and eventually it exhausted out, but I mean, otherwise, I could have sat it down on the ground, and the steam would have just sat there, or it was a mixture of smoke steam. Stoke. I have no idea what the hell it was. It never happened to me again after that. So I have to ask you, anybody that's got a WSM that's done cooks on it before in fairly inclement weather, have you ever had a collection of steam that would not exhaust? It caused the ribs to get dark, really dark. And in fact, as you listen to the show, I actually pulled them off and finished them in the oven because I probably would have ended up black as night if I would have left them on the normal way, but I couldn't do it. So I want to know, have you had a similar incident with a Weber Smoky Mountain at at any point where you had like this collection of steam and smoke all just collected up in the top for no reason? Also, let me remind you that if you have a favorite segment or guest and you want John to put something together for you, email him, J-O-N, at the BBQ Central Show.com, John at the BBQ Central Show.com. And of course, you have to subscribe to the podcast feed in order to get the best of shows and any replays of the show for a Tuesday night if you miss it live. Uh, let me apologize here. There were a small handful of you that emailed for the Barbecue Central Show branded masks that uh, look like this. And I haven't obviously gotten them out yet. I do plan on doing that this week. So. If you want one, shoot me a quick email in the subject line. Just put, you know, COVID mask or mask or whatever the hell you want to put uh, the name and address, and I will send one out this week. If you're not going to wear it, don't be a douche. Have me send you one, you know, just because you think it's cool to have. Or I want somebody that's going to wear it out and promote the show. Like that's the whole deal behind it. Be safe first but promotion of the show too I've had a number of people ask me what's with the barbecue central show oh you don't know me where i i'm from here y'all don't know me also i do want to mention this only because they sent out an email to folks they like or have had as guests on their show at some point that podcast being called baseball and barbecue it's getting ready to celebrate its third anniversary of producing shows. And I was a guest of theirs a while back. One of the very first handful of guests that they brought on. And Len and Jeff put on a very unique show that covers both topics very well. They also, for whatever reason, refused to step into at least 1997 and upgrade their sound at all, even by the slightest of margins. If I might say that COVID is the best thing that has happened to that show from a sound quality standpoint, I don't think I would be embellishing at all. The use of Zoom or whatever the hell they're using has made a noticeable difference. But guys, I mean, let's buy a couple microphones. Three years in, let's make some attempt 
at getting a better audio setup going. Maybe you guys don't live in the same town or you do it remotely. You don't like each other that much and you have to have distance between you, whatever the case may be. At this point, three years, and we can invest a little bit on the audio quality. You go back and listen to my interview. It sounded like they held up a transistor radio to the microphone. I was ready to claw my ears off. However, that does not change the fact that they have some really good baseball guests, really good baseball guests, and they have really good barbecue guests. For instance, Chad Ward from Whiskey Bent and Traeger, Texas Embedded Correspondent Doug Shining, who's now going on for the 78th time in December to talk more baseball than barbecue. Uh, By the way, Doug is a huge baseball fan, a Chicago Cubs fan. We won't hold it against him, but he's a huge baseball fan. And, of course, me, right in the very beginnings. So, hey, now, I want to say to Len and to Jeff, congratulations on three solid years. You've done it. Now, times that by four, add three years to the top of that, and we will be even. How about that? There you go. I'm just wondering from the general public if you think that they will cut and use any of that congratulatory message that I just sent them. Terry Ty Singer, looking forward to some lively swearing from Sam coming up in a few minutes. Definitely need to coordinate our Coronado trips with yours to see him. Well, Tyler or Terry, I don't know when that's actually going to be happening. I would like to say soon. I would, but you know who knows. Guy Chisholm, how's the ear? Are you powering through? Damn right I'm powering through. You can see uh, right here I have this stylish piece of cotton ball jammed in my ear that is soaked with bacitracin on the end that's going in my ear. I, I don't want to get all medical. But basically, here, like from here all the way down here to my lobe is an incision. And they cut my fucking ear right off my head. I didn't know. They didn't say, hey, by the way, we're going to make this huge incision, pull your ear off and lay it on your face so we can have unimpeded access to your ear holes while we tear down your eardrum and give you two new hearing bone prosthetics reinforce the wall that's near your brain because, oh, by the way, this thing has compromised the integrity of of that wall, this tumor in your ear. And then on the way out, we'll rebuild your eardrum, make it nice and straight, jam up the eustachian tube, Willie. And then as we're backing out, we'll put in a big-ass drill bit and bore a big-ass hole coming out. We'll just straighten everything right out. Clean shot in! As a thank you, You can show up to our office twice a year and we'll industrially clean out your ear because you're not going to be allowed to do that anymore. I didn't mention that. And we'll sew your ear back on for you. I don't know if you can tell, but it's fucked up. I think I got not only malpractice, but we got malfeasance afoot. Thank you, Guy, for asking. I did have that set to talk about, but I lost time at the top. 
All right, before Sam comes in, we'll talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills, some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. You know I love mine. Mine are sitting right out on the brand new patio right now, getting hammered with snow and rain and ice and sleet and everything else Cleveland can throw at it. But since I'm not a shithead, I keep my grills covered. And they are loving me for it. You can get a choice line if you want to save a couple bucks. Jim Bowie, Daniel Boone. You don't want Wi-Fi. You don't want internal meat probes. You don't need any of that. Save a couple bucks. Get the choice line. I have two of them. Love them. Now, want to spend a couple more bucks? We have the holiday season coming up, of course. Want to impress your lover of some sort? Give them the prime line. You got two internal meat probes. You got Wi-Fi capability with app access. Also, you can uh, use the look-in windows on the cooking chamber, on the pellet hopper. You can go one step further than Prime go Prime Plus and get lights inside the cooker. Yeah, inside the cooker. That's right. Anyway, whichever option you choose, know that you can't go wrong. If you're in more into the traveling, get the Davy Crockett. I don't mention that enough. That can go right in the back of trucks, vans, and FUVs. You can take it on hunting trips like Malcolm's on, on right now. You can get a decent amount of capacity without sacrificing portability. Go to GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. And check out all the dealers and where they're at in respect to where you live. And then get all those accessories. I tell you each and every week, if you get the Daniel Boone or the Jim Bowie, got to get that pizza oven insert. Got to do it. Must have. All right, Sam, the cooking guy, I'm sure, will be loading in here momentarily. He was shooting earlier today. Maybe we'll get some behind-the-scenes quick questions and answers on what we can expect later in the week from him so stick around we'll be right back you're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere the barbecue central show howard stern jim rome dan patrick and greg rampey the mountain rushmore of talk show entertainment Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Hey, this portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in two sizes with a host of accessories. Whether you're a beginner or a professional, or perhaps lying somewhere in between them, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com. Tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you, and away you go. There's going to be a third size coming. I know I've been teasing it. I haven't been able to get confirmation from Noah or Amber on that, but it's coming. There might be a stainless steel option as well. Nevertheless, my next guest blows it up all over YouTube with 2.39 million subscribers as of December 1st, which is earlier today, giving you three, no less than three cooking videos per week. And who knows where the hell this conversation is going to go this evening. So why don't we just jump headlong right into it? We welcome back. Barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Famer, Sam the Cooking Guy. Hey, pal. Did you get a haircut? Do I need them all cut? Did you get a haircut? No, I didn't. you look very handsome. I did did not. You didn't? Well, see what's happened. Well, guess what, folks? We're already off the rails. (laughs) Sorry. Didn't mean to do that. So uh, what's happened is 
and as you had checked up on me, uh, you know, Friday later in the uh, in the evening for me, early in the afternoon for you on my uh, ear surgery, uh, I really wasn't allowed to like get into the shower and you know do a lot of head washing because of the 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 whole incision that goes over my ear behind it. I understand. So this is kind of like the first time I've washed my hair in like four days. So it just doesn't have the same, uh, uh, let's say, shine, uh, body, bounce, luster, (laughs) you know, whatever you want to call it. Well, thank you. Thank you for cleaning up for me at least. And also I shave too. Um, This is what it looks like when I'm freshly shaved. And the Badju in L.A. Yes, we got the Badju. Uh, You know, I was disappointed because she has this thing, if you follow her uh, socially, that uh, they have this thing called a prom, and uh, I don't—I didn't know what the hell it meant. So when I was sound checking with her last night, she was going to be on video actually, and then her uh, internet shit out like minutes before she was supposed to come on. So we had to work the whole phone aspect of it. And of course, in the email, hey, do you really believe that? Do you really believe that? Yes, a hundred percent. Or is it possible <laughs> that she herself had a shitty hair day? Just was in like sweats and not feeling like looking uh, glamorous for the show. And she went, Oh, Greg, I had to, my internet blew up. I can only be on audio. Okay. So I'm glad you asked that question because I was going to explain before you decided to continue to make your point that uh, oh, thanks boy. so much. This is an email from the bad Jew, by the way. Thanks so much. Can't believe the internet went out. I wore glitter for you. So to me, that signals she was ready to be on video. She was. Yeah. Did she? Did she send out. you a picture? No. Did I, she come, send you a picture? Do you think? Well, come on. What am I saying? I'm not going to ask for a picture. That would be mega creep. I didn't say you should ask. Hold on. Let I me reply to this email. I, Dear I, Rebecca, Sam, the cooking guy says you should send me a picture of the glitter to confirm that you weren't ditching video otherwise. Please send immediately. I'm copying Sam on this email. Okay, I just said it. Now we'll see. I'm now just we'll saying, I don't know. When was the last time your 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 whole internet completely took a shit and you couldn't do a thing? Uh, I mean, it's probably just been a handful of co- months. Just, ha- just happened to coincide with a... I know. A, a visual appearance. I don't want to... But, but we... She but just we, wasn't feeling it, and that's okay, because we all sometimes just don't feel it. But she she sound-checked last night after working her pop-up. I'm not saying that she looked bad, but I can't imagine that she looked worse tonight. Like, what are you... You trying Whatever. to you trying to bring me down? I don't get it. Not, not you, no. No? I'm just saying. If you don't, yeah, but you you find it your first inclination that was she was taking a shit on the video, like she didn't no, feel like it. She, didn't, she wasn't feeling she good. She, and I get look, I completely get that. There's times when I'm in Zoom. I'm in a. We have a weekly Zoom call for the restaurants, and two guys notoriously are never on on uh, camera. It's just their name, John. Is up there, and I'm like, well, what's up? Come yeah. on, I like to see people when I have a conversation. I want to know what's going on. I want to know why John doesn't have his camera going. Maybe he's in his jammies. Maybe he's just like shoveling pancakes or something. He doesn't want us to see that. 
and that's okay. I'm just saying, maybe she would have gone, oh, I'm not feeling it, just let me go out of you. All right. I don't know. Okay, well. I'm not starting a fight. No, I'm there's no saying. fight starting. There's no fight. Uh, Sec- seconds before is a little spurious, don't you think? A little spurious. Uh, are you saying that there might be a level of controversy that we aren't taking into account? Thousand percent. <laughs> there's always a level of controversy. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, all okay, I know is this. Guy the Cooking Sam is worried that we were about to yes. embark on a 45-minute talk of hair. So uh, needless to say, no, we're no, totally no, no, off no, of that. No, Don't no, worry no. about it. Uh, Sam the Cooking not Guy not. is right here on the show, thecookingguy.com, his website, of course. And if you're not subscribed to him on YouTube, please go and do that and get him to the 2.4 million subscriber mark as quickly as possible. Uh, can we talk cutlery can we sales? Can we do that? Yeah, go ahead. Go right. ahead. Go ahead. So uh, if you go to the web, uh, there's a, an additional website, uh, makeamericacookagain.com. You can get uh, these cutlery pieces. Not only can you get... Hey, yours cut- were supposed to be there right freaking now. What are you talking about? Sorry. Right now? What do you mean? They're sp- look, if I check the stupid tracking on this, yeah, they were supposed to be delivered by... Delivered by 8 p.m. tonight. What time is it there? It's 10.21. Like midnight or something. Dumb. Like, 10.21. It's supposed to freaking be there. Oh, okay, hold on. Well, let me do this. Go call. Get get, get the... Get, yell upstairs. You're in the basement, right? Yeah, so I have to text. I always hate to, to text. Uh, do I have a did package? Did a package come for me? From do I have a package? Sam. Oh, it doesn't do. matter if it's me. They'll just... Yeah, but Dude. everybody thinks Dude. I'm a big shot in the house when Dude. I can say Sam. Like when you when you call me, you're a big shot. I, I go over to like Maddie or Bobby or Marley if they're there, and I just hold it up because it says you know Sam Zion, and they're like, "Ooh, Sam's calling you." Like, yeah, baby, you think I'm a big shot? It's li- it's the little things in life, Sam. Like, what I'm th- all right, so we'll see if that shows or or makes its way down here, so then I can actually hand job them on the video. Wait, go back to you. Can what? I can hand job them on the video. That's uh, production talk for doing one of these things. Hand model. I got. Yeah. I understand now. Show no, them by it. hand. I'm, I'm solid. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, let's talk about things the audience cares about, not our nonsense. Because we co- we talk multiple times a week now. Yes. Now it's. Am I right? Now it's a now it's a full on love affair. <laughs> now, my I just dropped. Uh, one of my kids just pulled up outside. I handed him something. Yeah. And he said, what are you doing? I go, oh, it's a Barbecue Central thing. He goes, oh, your boyfriend. <laughs> yes. I went, yes, it's my boyfriend. Whatever the kids do these days. Yeah. Um, so let's talk. Uh, there's pieces of cutlery that are available, but also there are sets that are available. So what's... Like, what is available? I know I was going back and forth with you a little bit the other day. So, uh, like, as we are sitting here at uh, 10.22 and or 8.22, respectively, time zone, what's available on Make America Cook Again? The Nakiri, the 7-inch Nakiri that we started selling in, uh, like, February and sold like crazy. And so we've now added an 8-inch chef's knife, an 8-inch serrated offset bread knife and a four inch paring knife. Mm. It's a great set. Uh, you could do almost anything you had to do in a kitchen with this. 
Like I've said for a long time, you only need one good knife. And that knife should be one that fits in your hand, feels right, and you're comfortable using. Uh, I'm not saying go out and buy four knives. I'm not going out and saying you should buy my knives. I'm just saying a good knife is really all you need. But if you want to splurge a little bit, like a bread knife would be an amazing addition because cutting bread with a straight blade is, is not the thing to do. You'll just squish the loaf. The serrated nature of it is really there for a reason. It saws through. Mm -hmm. You can cut a baguette, a fresh loaf of uh, baked bread. And when you go through with the serrated knife, it doesn't compress. It's going to compress with any other blade. The other reason to have a serrated knife is soft, squishy tomatoes. Yeah. Don't cut well with many knives. Serrated blade is ideal for that. So we've got the serrated, we've got the chef's knife, we've got the little baby paring knife. The four-inch paring knife is my wife's favorite knife. She likes a small knife. It does everything she wants. She's like happy to, with it. I have to tell well, you, good. like I've seen paring knives through my many years, especially, you know, cutlery is a big part of the whole, you know, barbecue situation anyway. But I've never understood where the best use of a paring knife is. Like, why, why do I want that in the arsenal and what are its best uses? When you're doing small things, small cuts, I, cu I cooked a, 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 the episode that will air is today. Today's Tuesday? Yes, Tuesday. The episode that will air tomorrow. <laughs> the episode that will air tomorrow is this one pan um steak in a uh, honey garlic cream sauce uh, honey mustard cream sauce sorry and so i i cooked uh, i i made it today on the show uh sent a picture of it to kelly hold on let me see if i can send a picture do you want to you want me to send you this picture should i show you the picture uh you can show me the picture by the way guy the cooking sam wants to know when is the sam the cooking guy prison shank going to be available <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. Look really at funny. That. I don't know how good that shows. Yeah. Right? Yep. Shows good. Yep. Good stuff. So, uh, Kelly, I showed, I sent a picture of it to Kelly, and she goes, absolutely in love, want it for dinner. It's her favorite thing. I haven't made it for a long time. I've forgotten about it yeah. until Max reminded me that it was in our arsenal. Uh, and so she likes shallots. I did that with a regular onion. So I brought a shallot home today to make this, and the shallot is small, and a smaller scale knife is ideal for that. All right. Sometimes you, you, you make something in a pan, uh, a baking thing, you need to loosen the edges. A small knife is perfect for that. Uh, peeling an apple, uh, peeling uh, you know anything, it's ideal. Sometimes you just want a small knife. Sam, the cooking guy, joining us here on the show. Can I? Uh, let, I have to ask. Oh. The, the, I have to ask the tough question here, right? Go ahead. Go ahead. A lot of knives out there. You got. Yeah. Uh, evidently, there's five different kinds of Henkel knives. Some are ten bucks, and some are ten thousand dollars. And there's, you know, Jr. I, there's a. By the way, yeah. Based on where they're made, that's the difference. I think there's there's a brand out there, and you. Perhaps you know about this, or you think I'm trying to pull a joke over, but it's called F-Dick. 
It's really the name, F. Dick Knife Company. I know F. Dick. F. Dick. <laughs> By the way, I own an I own an F. Dick knife. Me too. The blade the blade is ridiculously large. It's a red handled, crazy ass thing. Yeah, incredible. Um, so, given the swath and encompassing yeah. quality of knives, like where do we right. rate Sam the Cooking Guy knives? And I ask this. Because, A, I want you to be as unbiased as you can on rating the quality of the knife. But also, this, is, try to be. this is unique. Because, you know, rarely do I get the time to speak with somebody who is selling something to the public. And, like, literally your face is on that. I mean, usually it's the name or it's a signature brand of X or Y. So, yeah. to me, that means there has to be a... Uh, or an apparent amount of quality that is inherent with the manufacturer that you're dealing with before that you would want to partner. So how does that whole yeah. marriage come together and, and what do you like? I met a guy from a knife company here in the States maybe 10 years ago. I was introduced to him by, by somebody else. And uh, I, I it happened because I was judging some trying to remember what the event was i was judging some event i don't really think it was cooking i think it was i think it was chefs like a like a mini american idol kind of thing and the winner got a couple of knives and so i'm handed some knives to give to the the winners and then the guy hands me a guy fieri knife at the end he goes here i just want you to have this one i go like wow a guy fairy knife not the hugest fan, but it looks like a pretty good knife. I started using it. I appreciated it for what it was, the weight, the blade, the steel. It just felt good. And the guy that gave it to me wasn't that guy that made the knife, but ultimately made an introduction. And I kept his name. And I was in Germany in 2000 and uh, I think. The beginning of 2019 and I bought a $30 carbon steel knife at like a street fair and I loved it. I loved the shape. I loved the handle. It was, but, but it was a short knife and I came back and I went, I love this, but it would be cool if I could sort of customize it, make it mine. And then I thought, wait a second, I've had this guy in my contact file forever. So I reached out and I go, if I, if I send you this, can we talk about making a version of it that works for me? Because it's exactly what we do. So there was a lot of back and forth, this size, this size, this shape, the handle like this. He goes, I can't make it exact like this because I go, I don't want it exactly like this, but I sort of want it sort of like, you know, he read me well and we ended up with our seven inch Nakiri. Hmm. And we started selling that in like February or something and on pre-sale and literally sold out within a few weeks, everything that we had ordered. And it was crazy. And we've continued. So we did that and then we didn't have any for a while. And then we thought, ah, let's add to it. And what would we add? And I added the things that I would use. I would use a bread knife because I think it's important. I would use a, slightly larger chef's knife for certain things and then a little knife is always as i've just said super freaking handy so 
that's how it started. Mm. And the knives have sold like uh, hotcakes, which I've always thought is a stupid expression. I mean, do do pancakes really sell that well? Uh, they make who, international who houses the, of them. They, oh, my God. So there you are. Yeah. That's all the proof that I needed. Right. So what? So my knife, um, it's great. It's good German steel. It's made in China. And some people are going to have a problem with that. But it lets us sell it at a at a price point that doesn't break the bank. And that was important for us. It's made really well. It's a beautiful freaking knife. The Sam the Cooking Guy name is on it. On the butt of the handle is that logo that's that's sort of up there. Yeah. Okay. That face that's up there, that's yeah. on the on the butt of the handle. Right? So uh, we like the look of the knife, we like the feel of the knife, the Nikiri's beautifully balanced. The whole thing is they just uh, they sit in my drawer, I open up the drawer in the morning, I look at them and I'm like, I'm in love with these. Hmm. The pack of wood handle is gorgeous. The whole thing. If if you look, you're not going to buy the knife probably if you don't have at least some association to the channel, right? Or me, or you've known me for whatever. Right. But for those that do, people are really happy, really excited about them. There's been a bunch of unboxing videos, unboxing videos for my stupid shit. It just like warms my heart. It really does. Really does. All so, right. Well, if you're interested or you got some holiday or you need some holiday gift ideas, MakeAmericaCookAgain.com is the place you want to go and uh, pick up some new cutlery for your loved one. And we're talking with Sam, the cooking guy. Sam, uh, hold on just for one second. I'm going to talk to the folks about the barbecue guru, and then we will be right back with you as we pick up. And maybe we'll talk about the uh, McRib video that you did. And we're also going to do a poll with my viewers. So we can arm you with even more instant feedback for a item that we talked about uh, yesterday, I think it was. So stand by for that. We're talking with Sam, the cooking guy, thecookinguy.com, his website. I'll talk to you quickly about the barbecue guru. Uh, look, they have the two new controllers that are out. DynaQ, UltraQ. You have a ceramic cooker, a bullet-style cooker, kettle-style smoker. They'll even work on some offset cookers as well. Depending on the level of tech that you want, the DynaQ is the one that has replaced the party queue, which was the cruise control or the easiest access point for barbecue guru controllers. Then you have the Nana queue that's more high-end tech. So depending on what you want, DynaQ or Nana queue, both in stock, both ready to ship for free. Maybe you took advantage of some of the stuff that I was sharing socially on the uh, Black Friday and then the associated small business uh, Monday, Cyber Monday. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever the hell Small Business Saturday, Giving Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. If you have questions about something that the Barbecue Guru is selling, maybe it's about the monolith cooker, maybe it's about some of the accessories, give them a call, 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. You can also visit their website and see everything that they offer bbqguru.com that's bbqguru.com and that way you can make sure that you have all your questions answered when it shows up it will go on your cooker you'll know how to install and then really you're off and running from there barbecue guru has been around forever they're continuing to bring breakthroughs to the market just like these two brand new controllers plus remember that ceramic cooker get a lot of accessories 
It's not just the cooker like a lot of these other guests. BBQGuru.com or 800-288-GURU. Barbecue Guru continuing to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. And we are back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. You go to smithfield.com to get grilling tips throughout the rest of the year. Now is the new year starting to turn. Smoking with smithfield.com. Another place you're going to want to go. It's too late to do the grant program stuff, as you know, but you might want to sign up for that committed cooks program. Smoking with smithfield.com is the place to go for that. And we'll be looking forward to having Laura Paul on as the year turns. Talk about some new stuff that she has going on with Smithfield and the show. There's Sam the Cooking Guy right there. Thanks for hanging with me through the break. So, uh, Sam, let me ask you on... uh, the, oh, the other thing that was uh, like out for sale now we had teased it uh, it's yeah. the uh, the uh, in- <laughs> I almost did it the intentional leftovers cookbook I almost uh, psyched myself recipes with intentional leftovers yes so I'll help you I'll where where you. are we uh, where are we at with that on reception doing well uh, well let's I'll just say this uh-huh. uh, Amazon yes just put it in the 20 best cookbook Sorry, uh, 20 best cookbooks category for 2020. Wow. Congratulations. I, my, uh, my literary agent sent me a text today and said, uh, am I reading? I think I'm reading this right, but your book is now considered by Amazon to be in their 20 best cookbooks. <laughs> they do they do like their their favorite cookbooks uh, their favorite books in many categories and in the cookbook category i'm one of the 20 chosen ones and this is just based on their opinion or is this also uh, with some type of a sales metric behind it i i don't know i don't know how they do it they she didn't know how they do it and i don't think they tell how they do it and so either way if it was a sale if it was a sales metric i'd be happy if it was just their their book procurer uh, people's opinion, I'd still be happy. So I'm happy either way. It's fun to be on that list. I'm honored. And uh, it's huge. I mean, uh, I didn't imagine that would have happened with this book. No, you write a book and you hope it does well. You don't know it's going to end up on an Amazon best cookbooks of 2020 list. Is it like, are you concerned about that? Like you put out a book and this is what your fifth book Something like that. So, I mean, it's not like this is your first one and it's like a whole new uh, fourth book. Fourth, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With this one, it goes out. You have, you know, X amount of weeks pass. Uh, do you do you call people and say, hey, what are the numbers? Do you secretly lament to yourself uh, or pine at knowing what numbers are? Do you even have any idea what would be good numbers versus bad numbers? How does it work for you? Because it would drive me nuts. I like it. I would ne- aside from the fact that a I hate reading. I don't want to read, and I never would want to write a book. 
all that aside, yeah, which pretty oh, much I'm blows up a bookshop. So it would, it would, so glad. It it would be like really nerve wracking for me to put something out and then not knowing every second of the day how well it's trending. I have three restaurants. I've never once looked at a Yelp review. Ever? I don't care. Wait, let me take that back. There are people that look and address the things that are worthy of addressing. Yeah. But a lot of Yelp reviews, and I think your viewers and listeners would agree with this, a lot of Yelp, review, Yelp reviews are just people that suddenly have found an outlet for their voice. Mm. And the shit that's always bothered me is people that will write about an Indian restaurant. Uh, food was this, I had this, I had this. It's just sort of okay. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Honestly, I don't really like Indian food anyways. <laughs> and that person's qualified to judge an Indian restaurant? We got here. I'm in Gray's right now. Uh, we had a three out of five star Yelp review from a woman who wrote, love the food, oh. love the, she named a couple things, but in the middle of eating, a homeless person walked by and asked if they could have something. And before I could say yes or no, they snatched something off our table and walked away. Oh. That's now my fault. No. I got dinged down two stars because of that. So that's, look, social media has developed this ability for people to sit in their underwear, in their mother's basement, all gross and everything, and just attack. <laughs> you suck. You're no good. I hate your food. I hate your restaurants. I hate you. You're ugly. You can't cook in my case and they do it to other people and other i mean everybody that is in the public eye even a little bit a modicum of light shining on them they they get that so i don't look at those things that being said there's people at the restaurant that look at them mm -hmm. because of something significant they have to address it you have to you can't let something go that's just being naive same the cooking when guy it comes to me. books though yeah Finish. Go ahead. No, I wasn't. I was Tell just... the cooking guy joining me right there. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to the books, though, uh, I uh, I look at where the book is, how the book is ranking. I see. I saw today. It was two uh, two hundred and twenty five or something um, reviews, and all five stars. Wow. What? Sorry. Whatever, whatever the stars were, I'm sure somebody gave me lousy because you know not everybody likes me. But whatever it was, it was they were the the number of stars were five. There's 223 or five or something reviews. My father-in-law, my very first cookbook, gave me a two-star review. What? I don't think he knew what he was doing. I he wouldn't have done that. He doesn't cook. I'm pretty certain he didn't read it. He bought the book and he just absolutely effed up. Huh. So, what, what are you going to do, man? You have right? to account for everything. It's nuts. Yeah. So I, I, I would make myself crazy if I 
looked at that stuff every minute of the day, so I don't. I have been taking shots at McDonald's over the past few weeks because tomorrow the McRib rolls out nationwide. And what I found fascinating in a correlative way is that the McRib video that you guys did a week or so ago has damn near hit 400,000 views already. Now, it's really one of the more popular videos covering a four- to six-week span as I was kind of jumbling up the numbers here before we came on. And by yeah. and it's yeah. like by tens of thousands of views, give or take. Do we, talk, do we chalk this up to viewers being above the offering that McDonald's gives them, or do we have to credit McDonald's and say anything with McRib in the title is going to get eyeballs and watches? Honestly, I, I think it's it's sort of the mostly the latter. Is that maddening? It does get attention. It's it's maddening because of how you and I both feel about the the actual McDonald's McRib. Like I think it's just fucking horrendous. Yeah. So does Rodney Scott. I think it's horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Or Rodney Scott should feel like that. Yeah. But so we did it. We did our version. I made my own uh, French baguette. It's like 18 inches. I made my own ribs. This is not a, I don't know what, I can't remember what they call it, a preformed rib-like patty kind of thing. I, God knows what goes into that. Nobody knows. McDonald's knows. And they form it so it looks like there was bones, the, the ribs are bones or something, the meat's bone. It's just crazy. So we cooked full racks of ribs long enough that you could just pull the bones out. And that went on. I made my own uh, French bread. That was the, the basis of the up and down part of it. And then the sauce would have pickles and a whole, the whole thing. And it was effing delicious, this one, mine. And I would argue for any of your fans making anything rib-like and putting it in some kind of bread thing, whether you make the bread or not yourself, it's going to be better than that piece of shit thing from McDonald's. But, yeah. but what do you do? People love it. It's iconic. And we all like things that are not necessarily fantastic because they're iconic. Would your cat just pee on your uh, cable? Uh, just like uh, came by. I didn't, hadn't seen a cat all show. And then all of a sudden, one just brushed by my leg, scared the shit out of me. So I had to. I thought it was going to be me Got peeing on the floor. But thank God it was not. Um, <laughs> now... Let's do this. A quick poll for everybody that's watching live, and we can get some feedback. Uh, and podcasters, whenever you hear this, go ahead and email me. I will relay back to Sam. Does anybody want to see Sam make a pot pie of some sort on an upcoming show? Because this is a Thank conversation God, that we had the other day, and it was shocking to me that uh, the person on the other side of the camera uh, seems to be a little down on doing pot pie for whatever reason. So, uh, first, let me, anti -pot pie. let me ask everybody watching, give me a yes for a pot pie or a no for a pot pie. I'll go ahead and monitor that as we continue to talk. But to me, and as I had told you, this screams a big views, but this is comfort food now in this part of the country. I mean, today it's snowed 10 inches already today. It's 30 degrees outside. I would want to jam a whole pot pie in my mouth because it would make me feel warmer 
But what gives? See, here's the problem. Uh, you know, today was 72 here in San Diego. It was sunny. And, and it's hard to get your head around rib sticking, warm, comfort food that you just want to be inside by a fire when it's pouring rain or snowing outside. It's hard to do that when it's effing 72 degrees. This time of year, I want to do nothing when it comes to the weekend if I have some time. I want to sit inside. I want to hunker down. I want to get under a blanket. I want to watch a movie. I want to have a cocktail or whatever. And eat effing comfort food. Yeah. Well, well. Some not everybody agrees with that. So I don't want my opinions. I want the, the listeners, the viewers' honest opinions right now. All right. Would you right now? Uh, here we go. Part. We have uh, Elioni Wood says yes. John Solberg says yes. Guy Chisholm says yes. Lady of Q, Sylvie Curry in your neck of the woods says yes. Dennis Busso from Colorado says yes. Hootie from Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh area. And we know since he's from Pittsburgh, it's suspect, but he also says yes. It's just a resounding <laughs> yes. Uh, yes after yes. So we we have to somehow figure this out and get a pot pie on the Sam uh, cooking show on YouTube. Uh, there are not many things I like more than a pot pie. I know. It has everything I want. It has a thickened gravy-like uh, swimming pool inside. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's got the chicken. Uh, I put bacon in mine. Yep. And the vegetables that are in it have all been cooked in that bacon grease after the bacon was cooked. It's got the, it's got herbs. It's got the thyme and rosemary. Peas. Sage. I like all that stuff in there. You like peas? I like peas. I don't hate peas. I don't know if I'm a fan of peas in it, but I might put them in just for you. Small peas. We could call them Greg's peas. <laughs> There's going to be onions. You know that. Yes. Don't get pissed off. There'll probably be leeks in it. There'll be mushrooms in it. Yep, mushrooms, yeah. You okay with mushrooms? Yes, love mushrooms. Okay, good. Big mushroom. So uh, this thickened gravy, it's delicious. And then let's not forget what makes a pot pie a pot pie is the crust yes. on top. Yes. Is that phyllo? Honestly. Or what? Like pie crust? No. No, I like a pie crust. I, I'm going back and forth whether I, do, whether I would do a puff pastry crust. Or a pie crust. Mm. I'm a pretty old school traditionalist, and I love puff pastry, but I like standard pie dough on top of a, a pot pie. Mm. That's my thing. Sam, do you want to? I could eat the shit out of that. No, oh, there's no doubt. Like what what I was telling you the other day, if we go to a new restaurant and it's known for something, yeah. but pot pie is also on the menu. I will go back again the next time to get whatever they're known for. I will get the pot pie the first time. I mean, that's yeah, always, yeah. always. I'm with you. Any, anything in pastry crust, I would eat. Yes. It's going to be delicious no matter what. Let's. Uh, just, can we take two me, right. questions from fans? Sam, do you have time? Yes. Please. please, please. Okay. Uh, I'm only here for you. This question is coming from Dennis Busso in California. What brand is Sam's rotisserie fryer? That Turku looked great. Turku. I don't know what that means, but do you have a, a, a turkey fryer? Oh, shit. Rotisserie fryer? Yeah. No, we used it. 
Is he talking about the the, you say, the ceramic cooker one? Or no. Do you, do you have something else? He's talking about the he's talking about the the turkey the um, hot Nashville turkey that we did. Yeah. We rotisserie oh, that. Yes, that's right. That was a rotisserie. And then when cooker. it came out, oh my God. we we painted it. I'm trying to think of what it is. I can see it. It's I can see it in my head. If you send me that question, yeah. I will know. I, I got to get back to the house and look at the and look at it. Yeah, I just for the life of me, I cannot get it in my head right now. All right, you'll give me that, and I'll pass it on to Dennis. He is the official Colorado embedded correspondent. Dennis. Uh, believe it or thank not, you, this question you, coming in from the great beyond. John Lennon has written into the show. Believe it or not, peace and love, peace and love. Sam, I tried your grilled vegetable recipe with the anchovy paste. And the brushing sauce, excellent, but I screwed up the carrots. Oh, no. How do you screw what what up does carrots? that mean? I don't even know what that means. Like, how do I you don't know what carrots? that means. I don't know. I, I mean, we need more information. How did you make your carrots? But this is carrots? what I say to... You're asking me? Yeah, how did you do yours? Uh, I, I don't even remember the recipe, to be honest with you. Oh. Look, I'm going to say this in complete uh, open honesty for you, Greg, and that's all I ever have for you. Indeed. I'm 60, 61 years old. How dare you? I smoked a lot of uh, weed and did a lot of drugs when I was younger. We've what? talked about this. I'm not condoning. Look, I'm not condoning any of this. No. I'm just saying at my advancing, at my advance, in my advancing years, yes. age, I can't remember. I, I've done thousands of recipes, but I would say this to the uh, the the person: make it again. Yes. In my third cookbook, I wrote: cooking is like riding a bike. The more you do it, the better you get. You can boil that down to individual recipes. You make a pineapple upside down cake. I've never made one, but let's imagine that that's what you're going to make. And it fails. The second time, you go to make it a second time. Now you have what's called experience yes. and wisdom. Now you can go, okay, well, it was too damn sweet. So I'm going to reduce the amount of sugar because maybe the chef's recipe was wrong. It was burnt. Maybe either was too long in the oven or my oven temperature is not regulated properly. I need to do th this. This is when you learn and this is when you start to dial in things that are better. Can I also could ride say that you beginning. should you yes, you might right. want to keep a cooking notebook of some sort? So instead of you know however you mess it up the first time because you don't have that experience as you're talking about, now you have a reference piece to go back to. You're not saying I should keep a, a reference no. cookbook, a notebook. You're saying the people. Yes. Well, look here. I'm looking up anchovy on my website, and I'm going to see if it comes up. Because I think it might, and this might jog my memory. Anchovy paste in the brushing sauce. Grilled vegetable recipe. No. Nothing? Hopefully. I got, I got nothing. I don't know. Maybe I did something. Too vague. Come but on, I John will Lennon. say this. I will say this. And, and I'm guessing that you don't like anchovies. I love anchovies. I eat them right out of the can. You do? Anchovies? Hell, you're such a yes. you're such a baby when it comes to food.
You can't handle an onion, but you'll eat an anchovy? Well, unbelievable. There seems to be a difference between things that are delicious and things that suck. Draw your own conclusions. Let's do a poll and see if people like, okay, yes, whatever. Whatever, Mr. Ramp. Yeah. That's fine. I've told you, it's what Siri calls you on my phone. Yeah. Greg Ramp. Greg Ramp. Got to add about five more E's to the end of that last E. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing that so yeah. she doesn't question me uh, when I say that. I'll just just let me say this about anchovies, yeah. anchovy paste. Yeah. You should always have some. It goes in a million things. It adds that umami level of flavor deliciousness that you can't get from anything else. And I think also that somehow they are immediately lumped into, oh, that's fishy. And I don't find that. I mean, like well, nobody in- hates fish. More than me, uh, you know. I'm. I, yeah. I really don't like a, most fish. Uh, and uh, I was losing my thought of, there. For are you a fan of fish sauce? No. Are you a fan of fish sauce? No, I've tried it, but okay, I, fish I, I don't sauce like is, it. Listen, listen. Let's stop it now. Stop it now, baby. Fish sauce is made with anchovies, and I'm telling you, a little fish sauce tipped into like a soup or a stew. Doesn't make it fishy. Doesn't make it anchovy. It just makes it more. It hits that umami level of that level of flavor. Just amplifies. Uh, steak like sauce. soy sauce does. Steak sauce, sauce has anchovies in it. If you use that, like a one steak you, sauce has anchovies. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. Now, uh, so what I was saying, the same spot. it's yeah. not fishy. And people say they like to eat anchovies, and most people give that person the stink eye like my kids give to me. But I'll roll the top off of a can of anchovies. I particularly like the ones that are rolled with a caper in the middle. And I will just sit there with a toothpick and boom, 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 one right after the other. I eat the whole goddamn can. They're delicious. And on pizza and in uh, the dressing that I can't think of. What's the dressing? Caesar. Caesar dressing. That's right. Caesar salad. Mushed. My mom would make mushed. it uh, like and just mushed the shit out of those bitches. I don't. I don't want to sound like a like a food snob. Go ahead. But the last, uh, there's no way to say this next sentence and not have it come out douchey. The last time I was in France, I went to a relatively high-end grocer and i bought five different cans of anchovies wow didn't touch them came back here to san diego and over a two-month period slowly opened them up yes and i'm telling you what came out of those cans made everything you get from this country look like complete shit really so for you for you my friend I'm going to find you some amazing anchovies and have them right. sent to you. I can't wait. My mom just texted me and wanted no, you, you to can't. know. No, you can't. They're amazing. I, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, my mom just texted me and wants me to yeah. tell you that as a youth growing up, that they would actually put tins of anchovies in our Christmas stocking. Like That's how much we used to eat anchovies as kids, You know, all the way up to present day. We were big with the anchovies. Yeah. Loved it. Are, are you a sardine fan? No. Way different. Oh, because it's fishy. Yes, that's fishy. Oh, My father-in-law is real you, big into you know, look, sardines. I, I don't know what the number is, but one of 
but a very popular video of ours on YouTube is the sardine sandwich. And it's fucking ridiculously delicious. Oh, that wasn't so the, one of the things where you dare somebody to eat it? No. Huh. Sardines. All right. It's a sardine. It's a fish this big. Yeah, you I mean, pop I know. A hole. Yeah, I know what it is. It's like your anchovy. It's a cousin to the anchovy. Of course. If you like an anchovy, you got to like a sardine. Mm -hmm. Lemon, okay. Japanese mayo, some arugula, good toasted wheat bread. Oh, my God. The lemon ju juice over the top. It's ridiculous. Uh, quickly, let's run over these real uh, so you can see these. Uh, Wally Innskeep saying, we did the stuffing omelet on Sunday. It was surprisingly delicious. If folks still have some leftover they, stuffing like you want to hit this up pretty quick before it goes bad right let, let me just say to wally yep. what he said surprisingly delicious yes that to me is the key because i don't think it sounds very good i think a stuffing omelet sounds like uh i don't know that that could be good and that's one of the things i like to do is when i make something when it sounds horrible yep. but it tastes great that makes me super happy hmm. Thank you, Wally. And we will end it with this from Eric's Barbecue and More. Hi, Sam. You're one of my favorite YouTubers. So there you go. A compliment as we close it out here. Thank you, Eric. Yes. Uh, Eric, if you're not subscribed mad to Sam's love YouTube. All the, mad love all the way from San Diego. I'm right. guessing he has. Well, just in case, we want to direct everybody over to the YouTube. Okay, thank you. I appreciate Cook, the that. Cooking Guy. Make sure you search that. Subscribe and smash the ding bell and ding the subscribe button and all that other bullshit. Do all of it so you're always kept up to speed. Three times a week you can get Sam the Cooking Guy videos and once per month. I can't keep up with my own uh, videos. There's too many of them. Well, better too many than wondering how you're going to do the next one because then it's pressure. We don't like that. Let me just say this. Let me tell your audience, uh, for the holidays, as we've done the past three years, we're giving away stuff. You need only be a subscriber to the channel. We're giving away an Evo grill. That's that round flat griddle I use. Yep. It's $3,600. We're giving away a Caliber Pro Kamado in stainless. Wow. It's a couple thousand dollars. Yep. We're giving away a Traeger worth $2,000. Oh. Wait, hold on. We're giving away some other stuff. Cash, a cash yeah. prize that. of $10,000. QP Mayonnaise is giving <laughs> us $5,000 to give to one person. What? We're giving away $2,000. Yeah, $5,000 to one person, courtesy of QP Mayo. They reached out and they go, look, we're fans of you. You're clearly fans of us. We don't really have anything. I'm not going to give somebody $5,000 in mayo or mayo-related products. we just like to give you $5,000 for you to do something with it. And we determined the best thing to do was give somebody one check of $5,000. Wow. That's incredible. Bad pickle tees. A lot of the t-shirts I wear giving you a year's worth of t-shirts. Uh, wait. Uh, chosen avocado oil is giving us four times $500 worth of avocado oil products wow. for people. It's crazy. It's crazy Huge shit. Money. So not only Honestly. can you get a $3,600 Evo or a $2,000 Traeger or a couple thousand dollar yes. caliber stainless ceramic type cook, 
Not only yes. can you get five grand in cash, Polly, you can also get avocado Wait. products. Oh, my goodness. And? And. And Doug Scheiding's uh, Traeger. And I said okay, Traeger. not his personal wine. We're, we're giving you a win, giving you a new one. Wow. Not, Unbelievable. Not Doug's. It's crazy. So get over there, yeah. subscribe, and uh, hopefully it's, it's, win. I mean, come you on. You just have to be a subscriber. Just got to be a it. subscriber. You can't Completely win it. random. If Completely you arbitrary. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Love that line. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Sam is here also as I was doing the exit, and then we got sidetracked with all the thousands and thousands of dollars he's giving away. By the way, on this show, you get dick. You get to listen to me again no, next show. How about that? I'll give that away they get for free. Quality entertainment once a week. Uh, I I extended my Cyber Monday subscribe to the show for free today and tomorrow too on Wednesday. So there you go. I'm giving it to you for free. You got to start guy. paying again on Thursday. You're funny, but you guy. can find Sam right here on the first Tuesday of every month as well. Sam, appreciate you coming in. Have a great holiday. We'll talk. I'm sure many times. Thank before you, the Greg, close you of too. the year, and we will see you again in January. Talk to you tomorrow morning. All right. There he is, Sam the Cooking Guy, right there. See you, buddy. Love it. Great conversation, as always. And if you're not subscribed, of course, get on over there and do that thing. Sam the Cooking Guy. Where it is. Here it is. I'll talk to you quickly, because we went long. About Big Papa Smokers, that's right. Contending with a toothache, so we send thoughts and prayers to Sterling Ball. The one-stop online shop where all the barbecue stuff is, that's right. It's BigPapaSmokers.com. They have 13 perfectly balanced rubs and seasonings. Flavors to include sweet money and regular money and cattle prod and cash cow and double secret steak rub and little Louis seasoned salt and desert gold. Just to name a few. Get them on your meat. Your friends will love it. Your neighbors will love it. Judges obviously love it on the competition circuit. You can't lose with it. Of course, they own Granny's barbecue sauce. If you're looking for something that's a go to, something new, something that you want to get out in front of and say you're the trend center, try Granny's. It's great by itself. You can use it as a base and trick it up from there. They're also selling cookers. We also know this. Are you looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use? Can I interest you in a Mac 2-star general pellet cooker? Yes, general. Big Papa Smokers is the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages if you're not a fan of pellet smokers. Take a look at the old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trail. If you're a backyard barbecue enthusiast, then you have found the spots. If you have questions, call them 800. I'm sorry, 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or you can shop their website, bigpapasmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A smokers.com. We are back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs. 
Injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best Triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Hey, welcome back. Thanks again to Sam the Cooking Guy for joining me. The Cookingguy.com's website. Find them on YouTube as well, releasing videos three times a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. He did a reboot of the brisket video that they released a little while back. That was originally cut in a Seinfeld-esque, Seinfeld? Seinfeld-esque, like uh, all the way at the end, and then eight minutes before, and then ten minutes before, and then eight minutes before. They've re-released it as a start-to-finish brisket cook, same cook, different editing, still great, doing really well. So we thank him for joining us. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by The Smoke Sheet. Go to bbqnewsletter.com to sign up. It's free. Ryan and Sean keeping up on the happenings of the live fire industry as they happen during the week, and it comes out every Wednesday, bbqnewsletter.com, a great all-in-one live fire resource. Hey, here it is. Here's the watch of the week. This is just my watch. It's still not the Vortic watch yet. But as I become accustomed to how this camera operates, this is a Bolova Precisionist watch. And what that means, the Precisionist is a line of watches that Bolova makes. Uh, this is in a titanium case. It's a uh, kind of diver-styled watch, although the bezel does not rotate. Uh, you can see in the uh, corner lugs there, they have ceramic paint. This was... Uh, Purchased through Stephen DeFranco, Barbecue Jeweler to the Stars, probably 10 years ago at this point. And it is uh, held up exceptionally well. Of course, you buy anything from Steve, and he does all the maintenance and the battery changes and all that stuff. Um, and uh, so the paint was done on those corner lugs to match the second hand and all of the red that's also inside the dial. there. So they can do some custom work for you there. Uh, but this is like super light uh, that you can tell that the face is nowhere as big as the Nixon 5130 that I had on last week. And I, I'm assuming the Vortic watch will be a, a bigger face than this as well. I don't know what the uh, across the lugs are, uh, by the way, if you're not familiar. Um, these things here and here are the lugs. So when they talk about lug measurement, that's what it means. And it uh, it fits, you know, nice. It's got a nice uh, shiny bracelet on it. It's got the nice Accutron clasps, clasp system. So that's what we have this week in the watch category. Back here a little bit. Trying to get this right. This is the Bolova Precisionist. And uh, next week I'll probably trot out the, uh, uh, what the hell do I have? The uh, Bolova Accutron. And I got a new strap for that. So. Stay tuned for that. That's your watch segment. Sam, can you give away subscribers? I'm on the road to 1,000. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, by the way, kick some over here. I just need a couple hundy thousand. That would be great. A lion I would. Sardines very healthy for the heart and arteries. I'm still not going to eat them. They're gross. How about we get out of here? Great idea. All the way back in the first hour, George Motes showed up huge. And showed up last minute, literally. We talked about patty melts. We talked about the origin of them. Talked about burgers in general and how he's been doing these.
stop by by appointment only hamburger slides once a week. A couple more left to go. Go to georgemote.com. Also, the Smashula is going to be available. Now, I caution you before you take a look at the Smashula's price tag and then summarily shit your pants. It's hundreds of dollars. I've given you this information in advance so you don't think it's an internet joke. (laughs) But people are buying them like hotcakes. Like Sam said, that's a weird saying. But people buy them up. If you think you want a Smashula, you need to pull that trigger, no matter how much it is. Because soon enough they will be out, and then who knows if he's going to restock. Then we talked with the Bad Jew herself, Rebecca King. TheBadJewLA.com is her website. If you're out in L.A. and you like pork strami or you want to try pork strami, check out her website, see where she's going to be at over the next handful of weeks and months. And then the second hour, Sam the Cooking Guy, Make America Cook Again, where you can get all the knives. Mine did not show up. I had people check upstairs, and they did not show up. So I'll make sure that we show them out next week. But you got the bread knife, you got the paring knife, you got the chef's knife, and of course the Nakiri knife, a four-knife set if you're so inclined. And thecookingguy.com, his main website, where you can also get his book and all that other stuff. Big show planned for you next week. Meathead is in. Amongst others, we have some first-time guests as well. I believe uh, Kevin Coleman sighting from Weber will happen as well. So very excited. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Thank you, everybody, for the emails and well wishes on the ear over the course of the last handful of days. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. And we will see you next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. Until then, your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe, saying... Good night now.